Hey, it's your friend Hillary and welcome to the Bounce Back Better podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration and empowerment. So are you ready to step outside of your comfort zone to challenge the norms and achieve extraordinary things? If you are, you're in the right place. Each week, I'll either unpack stories of other incredible women just like you who dare to dream big and turn those dreams into reality, or I'll have a topic that will leave you wanting to take action. I'm here to fuel your ambition, ignite your passion, and push you to reach the heights you never thought possible. So whether you're climbing the corporate ladder, nurturing a family, or chasing a personal dream, this podcast is your guide to getting you to achieve what it is you want in life. So grab your headphones, take a deep breath, and let's go, because we don't just dream it, we have to do it. It's time, ladies, to embrace your power and bounce back better together. Hello, lovely listeners, and you've tuned back into the Bounce Back Better podcast. And yes, I am Hilary Saxon, and I'm so excited to be talking to you today because today we are back on the journey of self-empowerment, self-improvement, self-love, all things self, because we want to increase our self-confidence. And today we're unpacking a pretty heavy suitcase. We're going to look into self-doubt, self-questioning, second-guessing, and the mother of all killjoys, comparison. So let's start with self-doubt. Oh, that one just really means you're going to lack confidence. When you doubt yourself, you just start lacking confidence. You start not doing what you want to do. It's like wearing a backpack of bricks. It's going to weigh you down. And the reason for that is self-doubt actually clouds our judgment. And it's really hard to make decisions when you've got a chorus of, but what if, and what if, and what if this, and what if that, when you've got that going on in your head, then it's very, very difficult to make decisions and you doubt yourself. Now, the other reason self-doubt is a problem is because it steals our joy. It stops us feeling happy. When you doubt your abilities, you rob yourself of so much pleasure. And there's one more reason for that. When you doubt yourself, you actually don't wear your happy face. And we all know those people who don't wear a happy face. We all know those people who sort of look grumpy. And, you know, I've talked about it a few times. We lose our mojo sometimes. And we do have those times when we don't feel great all the time. But if you are riddled with self-doubt, if you are carrying that backpack around, if you are really doubting yourself, you will lose your happy face. And when you face the world not feeling happy, that's what you attract back into your life. So you need to be very careful about self-doubt. So what can you do to get rid of self-doubt? Well, there are things you can do. So let's look on the bright side here. What you can do is write a success log. And I know I've talked about this in a previous podcast, but I'm all about recognizing how freaking good we are. So you create yourself a success log and you write down everything you've accomplished. And you might think right now, I don't think I've really accomplished much, but let's go back. You've done some amazing things in your life. You just forget, you simply forget all the little things that you've done and the big ones because we roll day into day into day into day. We just keep rolling through the weeks and days and we forget how good we truly are. So big or small, write out your success log if you struggle with self-doubt and then practice the positive affirmations. Practice telling yourself how good you are. And even if you just need to say it in your head, perhaps you're driving in your car and you need to say, 
hmm, I'm so awesome. I'm great at such and such. I'm good at driving. I'm good at listening. I'm an amazing friend. All the things that you're good at, tell yourself. Tell yourself and remind yourself how good you are because affirm your worth. When you affirm your worth on a regular basis, you will undoubtedly decrease your self-doubt. So you've got this, my friend. Now, the next one is self-questioning, and it's great to be reflective, but over-analysis will lead to paralysis. We've all heard of analysis paralysis. So what it does, it will keep us stuck. We're constantly questioning our choices, and that means that we don't move forward. So if you are feeling like you're not moving forward in life, are you perhaps questioning yourself all the time? The other thing that self-questioning can do, too much of it, it can lead to a loss of trust in yourself. And if you can't trust your own decisions, who can you trust? You have to start trusting yourself. You have to trust your decisions. You have to listen for your instinct and you have to go for it. So how do you combat then? Self-questioning. How do you tune into that intuition? How you how do you tune into that gut feel? You do it by, one of them is setting yourself a decision timer. Have you ever heard of doing that? That's where you give yourself time to actually make a decision. If you're sitting on something that you know you need to make a decision on, give yourself a time. I will have made that decision by lunchtime. I will have made that decision by end of work today. I will, if it's big, maybe I will have made it by the end of the week. If it's too big, maybe you'll make it by the end of the month. It doesn't matter. But give yourself a time when you will make that decision. And that stops the habit that you've fallen into of becoming indecisive, of self-questioning. The other thing that you can do if you struggle with self-questioning and you have made that decision is go with it. Do not change your mind. Get in the habit of deciding what you're going to do and then do it. Don't make a decision and then, oh no, no, I've changed my mind again. And the thing with questioning yourself and making decisions, it begins with the small things. And if you're a parent or a grandparent, you can actually practice this with your children. You need to ask them questions a lot and get them to make decisions. Little things like, would you like Vegemite or jam on your toast? Little things like, would you like a glass of water or a glass of milk? Let them make a decision. And the more that we make the decision, the better and stronger our decision-making muscle becomes. So that's a great habit that we can teach younger people. But say we're in the bad habit, then you need to be aware that you don't make decisions and actually decide that, yes, I'm committing and I'm doing and go for it. Okay, number three is second guessing, and that is the thief of decisiveness. And it's bad because firstly, it's bad for your confidence because you stop trusting in yourself. You need to make a choice and stick with it. Don't make that choice and doubt yourself. Make a choice and stick with it because it is the recipe for insecurity. The more often you change your mind by going back, the more insecure you'll become. And secondly, it wastes time. You know we only get between 60 and 80,000 thoughts a day. You know we only, well, you may not know, but that's what we do get. We also repeat our thoughts. So most of those thoughts, we have the same ones over and over. We've thought them already yesterday. So if it's something to do with second-guessing yourself, then have a think about why you're second-guessing and then maybe just label it as, I'm in the habit of it and I'm going to get out of this habit. So that will be a really useful tool for you. And also what you need to do is practice mindfulness. And this is something I struggle terribly with. I'm not a mindful person. I multitask. I don't like to sit alone with the thoughts in my head. And and that's definitely something that I could work on 
the the multitasking thing. But what I'm talking about is mindfulness be in the moment with your decisions. So if you are struggling to make a decision, are you distracted when you should be making that decision? Are you doing more than one thing at a time? So if you do need to make a decision, what this might mean is allocate time to think about it. Sit down, allocate that time to think about it, make it, stick with it, go with it. So the mindfulness of the decision-making itself, really useful tool there. And then that's it. Don't go back and change your mind. Now, the last one, the last one, the killjoy of them all. And it's a bit of a shorter episode this week, but I just thought I'd pack out a punchy one. The last one is comparing yourselves to others. We have to stop it because we can't compare my showreel with your actual life or somebody else's showreel with your actual life. If you're especially looking on social media or maybe somebody's telling you about their life, they don't tell you about the stubbing of the toe. They don't tell you or show you what they really look like in the morning. They put the best photos up. They tell you about their what's great in their life and then you compare you with that and that's not real. So I want you to think your behind the scenes doesn't match their showreel. And secondly, it's a time waster. Imagine what you could do with all of that time, those wasted minutes, if you actually spent it thinking about yourself rather than how you're not as good as somebody else. The other thing it will do, it'll kill your creativity because when you're comparing yourself to somebody else, you're not allowing your unique, authentic beautifulness to come forward. So I don't want you comparing yourself to anybody else anymore. You have your own special gems. You were born with things you are meant to share. You are born an amazing person and you need to show the world who you are. Not a replica of somebody else. You be you. You do you. I say that all the time. You do you. Okay. And a way to cultivate or stop comparison and cultivate a mindset where you actually love who you are and don't compare is to Create a gratitude journal. Appreciate what you have. Appreciate who you are. Appreciate where you're going. Then redirect your focus. Instead of looking at others, look at your path. Look at your progress. You go forward and have the amazing life you were meant to have. So there you have it, folks. Short episode this week. A little bit punchy, but there were the four things that I want you to think about. Number one, self-doubt. Get rid. Number two, self-questioning. Get rid of that one as well. Number three, second guessing, that's got to go. And number four, comparing yourself to others. All of those things will actually just slow you down. They are not part of your growth journey. They're the things that will slow you down. They're a handbrake. Remember, like I said at the beginning, they're like a backpack full of bricks. So as per usual, lovely people, I would love for you to share this podcast with anybody you think will benefit. You think, oh my gosh, I need to send that to such and such. She so needs to hear that. Send that to her. And as usual, what I would love for you to do today is text a friend and tell them how amazing they are. Because for me, that is so important. We need to encourage each other. We need to tell each other how awesome we are, how beautiful we are. I love your shirt. I love how you dress. Everything I love about people, you need to tell them. Anyway, I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll catch you again next week. Bye for now. 